No one prepares you for how much attention, headspace, emotional bandwidth, and energy that kids require. I mean, it's true. If you think about it, kids are actually like tiny black holes. They exert this gravitational pull that can suck our focus, time, and affection all towards them. And if we're not intentional, that pull can actually slowly start to affect our marriages. And so to help me in this conversation and to lead this discussion today, I have my wife, Christine. Christine, so good to have you. I'm super excited to be here. So Christine, talk a bit about this for just a second. This idea that kids can actually, maybe in a subtle way, begin to affect the quality of our marriage. Yeah, I, it's it's actually pretty ironic because here you have your most important important relationship in your life, your marriage. And oh, thank it, and you, thank you for that. Yes, by the way. yes, um, and it produces a life, a little baby, a little a little human, and um, but over time, it literally this this little baby, this little child, it pulls out so much of it, their needs from you, and before long. Your communication with each other ends up revolving around this person, your pickups, your drop-offs, dinner cleanup, you're balancing your budget, your, what, you, what you're watching on TV literally revolves around this little person. And all, all of those things are good, but they were never meant to ocup, occupy that number one spot. They were never meant to be the top priority. Mm-hmm. It's true. And the irony, along with that, is one of the best things that we can do as parents is to put our kids second. I'll never forget this conversation I had with our daughter one time when she was about four years old, five years old, and we were sitting at the table, and, and, and I was talking to her, and I was like, Kaylin, I go, who does daddy love the most? And she looked at me and got this big smile on her face, and she said, me. And I said, no, it's mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was to help begin to teach her that very thing, that as my wife, as a couple, um, we are each other's priority. Mm-hmm. It's actually not the kids. And it's actually what the kids need the most. And so, to help us talk more about this very thing, I am so excited to introduce BJ and Mary Ruth Singletary to join us here on the podcast today. You guys, welcome to the conversation. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We're it's good to, to be, be here. here. Well, I I can say this. Um, you two are two of our favorite human beings in the world. Oh, thank you. It is, it is really true. I'm not just saying that because this is being recorded. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourselves and about your family. So BJ and I are actually college sweethearts. Um, we have been married for almost 15 years, and we've been a part of the church home community for about 17 years. We also have a son um, who actually just finished fourth grade, and he's 10 years old. So we've known you guys for a super long time, as Damon mentioned. Um, and one of the things that we really admire about you is how you've prioritized your relationship with one mm-hmm. an, with one another. Yeah. Um, tell us about your relationship and how you have come to that place that you're at today. Sure. I would say if I were to describe our marriage, I would say that we are two people who made an intentional decision to grow together. Mm. And I would also say that our married life has very much been built in community. Um, we've benefited from great teaching and great friendships. 
And we really feel like our lives have been built at the church. We learned how to be married at the church. Mm -hmm. We learned how to become parents at the church. And we just continue in that journey of growing together. That's good. You know, every couple, every couple, every, every set of parents um, has good intentions to not let uh, parenting degrade their marriage when the kids show up. What are some practical ways that the two of you guys have prioritized each other? And can I can I just start this off? Can I answer for you? Sure. Is that okay? Sure. Absolutely. Um, because one of the things that I love about watching your relationship, and it stood out to me as soon as I as soon as I met you guys, was it was how you guys talk about each other in front of your son, hmm. and the respect and the honor and the deference that you show to one another, even while you're parenting your son, Jeshua, is just one of the things that I've loved. But but can you talk a little bit about that? Is what are some of the practical ways that you guys have, have prioritized your marriage? Sure. Well, one of the ways that we um, really practice this is actually in our home. Mm-hmm. So um, for BJ and I, um, the culture and the tone of our home is really important to us. And mm. this means, you know, that at home we, we love each other. We listen to one another. We encourage and we build each other up. And we don't use our words to tear each other down. And so we're, we're respectful in that, you know, we value each other's opinions as well, too. And that's been big. And even Joshua, we ask him, you know, his opinion, um, what he thinks about things. So that's been been a really big one for us as well. And we also make decisions together as well. BJ mm. and I, we always make it a point that we, whatever we decide, we do it together. That's and we great. also allow our son to do this too. We include him in, in what we can so that he knows that he has a voice and that he can speak up. Home for us is also um, a safe place where we can be our genuine self and just breathe. And so we want our home to be where we can relax and be who we really are. And in doing this, we just, you know, we we allow our son to also not have, you know, we tell him you don't have to be perfect. You know, this is a place where you can make mistakes Mm -hmm. and we work through things. And so that I think for him, that's been really big too. And for us as well. And I know for, you know, my husband, he is busy, and so he gets home, he's had a busy day, and I think even recognizing when we need space and we need time to get refreshed and giving each other that time mm-hmm. to, to break away and get refreshed so we can be, you know, we can be available and we can be ready to serve each other as well. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is the greatest podcast that's ever been created in the history of the world. And, you know, I thank you for that. But let's be honest, as parents, we want to connect directly with other moms and dads that are in the exact same season of life as us and be able to talk with them and interact. Do you know that Church Home Global has an app where you can do just that? There is a group on the Church Home Global app called the Church Kids Parenting Group, and in it, you can join conversations around numerous different topics on parenting, read exclusive articles written by incredible parents, and, you know, maybe, if you want to, start a parenting group of your own. You can download Church Home Global at the App Store or Google Play. I'm also on the app, so come and find me, follow me, and let's be friends. Another thing that we also emphasize in our home is that we just extend grace to one another. We're quick to ask forgiveness, and we also not just ask forgiveness, but we also work at resolving the situation when we wronged each other and making sure that, you know, that we've talked through things as well. 
So good. I describe it as second chances, and our son says we give extra chances. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. He's, he's, a... he's already picked up on it. That's right. Yes. That's so great. I love what you said, too, just about how you guys make decisions together and you're a united front. I know that, you know, sometimes we don't realize how much our kids are picking up and how much they're seeing. They're smart. I mean, they may be little, but they, they are. are so they are. smart and they pick up on things and they're so aware. Um, one thing that I've noticed is that that kids can sometimes try to pit a mom and dad against each other. You know, they'll know which parent will, is more like, <laughs> more likely to say yes or <laughs> hey, if I you know get mom to say yes, then dad can't say no. You know, they'll 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 um, they'll kind of try to divide. But it's 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 so great. I love how you said you know that we we're a united front and we we make decisions together. We're a mm -hmm. team working working together and not against each other, which is so good and it creates that safe environment for your kids. Absolutely, it's, it's really cool. BJ, what does that look like with how quickly kids can figure out that they can pit their parents against each other? What, what does that look like to you guys? I would agree. Kids are smart, and they do quickly figure out how to manipulate and work one parent over the other. So we try really hard to just keep balance in all things, to ensure that dad's not always bad cop and mom's always good cop, but really balance each other. And then also come to each other's rescue in those times where you can see that the other parent is clearly frustrated, locking horns with the kids. That's the time to step in. And that sends a great message to the kid that, you know, mom and dad are for each other and I'm not going to be able to work one over the other. And so that that sense of balance and trying to balance each other out. And you'll both have topics that you're very passionate about. So back off when you're not as passionate about the topic. And if mom's passionate about the topic, that's OK. And just work really hard to balance each other. That's really good. I think one of the things that that we've kind of maybe out of survival have have incorporated into the daily mantra in our family is mommy and daddy always agree. And that just this little phrase of, hey, we, we, we always agree. And sometimes the kids will come and say, hey, can I do X, Y, and Z? And I'll be like, no. And then they'll be like, well, mom mentioned that. And I'll be like, all right, mom and dad always agree. And it's it's amazing how when the kids can see you as a couple honoring each other, it creates a sense of security. Like it really does it create really does. a sense of, of, of peace. And it's, it's weird because kids will do everything they can to gain power. Mm -hmm. They will. But they really don't want it. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just looking for a boundary that, that's going to hold. And... You know, every every parent wants to create a sense of, of security and confidence in their kids, but I don't think they we we realize sometimes that like by arguing in front of our kids, or putting each other down as a couple in front of our kids, um, or maybe if Christine and I are, are disagreeing about something and we're frustrated with each other, making offhanded comments about the other in front of the kids, like all of these things are Absolutely. undermining. The very thing that we would passionately say we want, which is to create confidence and peace and security and reinforce love in, in our kids. Um, Absolutely agree with you. And I think that, you know, as impossible as it may feel, in between all the diaper changes and helping with math homework and, and you know, everything else, the middle of the night, like bedwetting, sheet changes, I mean, all this stuff. That, that comes along with being a parent, that, that God actually wants our marriages to thrive yes, he does. while we're parents. Uh, and it, but it's, it's true, and it takes work. Um, 
And I know this is extremely important to the two of you. Mm-hmm. And I know you put a lot of effort into this, but what are some practical ways that you invest into your marriage? Well, I think the practical ways is that we really make it a point to connect and um, make that time for each other. Um, you know, regardless throughout the day, we just make it a point that at some point during the day that we actually have that time to connect and to download and to spend time with each other. Um, during the, our entire marriage, I think this has actually looked a lot different. Um, so it changes with the seasons, you know, that you're in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, it was, you know, after you put the kids to bed, you know, after mm-hmm. we put our son to bed, we would spend time together. Other times, um, you know, when he's in school, we meet up for lunch. Or it can be we actually go on a date night, which has been really fun. Actually, recently, uh, our son was in basketball, so he had practiced twice a week. We had an hour and a half, and we would drop him off and go on a date. So smart. <laughs> Maximize. And so it's it's easy to go, oh, we can't afford the time. We can't afford the time for date night. We're too busy. Or how about this? We just can't afford it financially. Right. It's too much of a luxury. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we learned from the two of you was the importance and the significance of of even vacations. Oh, no greater lesson I could teach you. Oh, you, you're my, I'm your Padawan learner and you're my Jedi, BJ. But, uh, but the truth of the matter is just even a simple getaway. Because before, I know it was something I looked at as a luxury. That's a luxury we can't afford. Right. And the way, one of the ways that you guys have influenced us is helped us to understand as parents, that's not a luxury you can't afford. It's actually a necessity. You can't afford not to. Absolutely. And the time and the energy... Um, and even the money. And what would you say about those thoughts that inevitably creep up in all of our minds when we think about our marriages and we think about investing in our marriages that would keep a parent that's listening right now from thinking, ah, yeah, I can't do that. Absolutely. I would share that and you know this really well, knowing us that time away together is one of our greatest priorities. Taking time away to get refreshed, we believe, really helps us to be a better version of ourselves. And that doesn't have to mean a big, extravagant vacation somewhere. It can also mean dropping the kids at grandma's and just spending the whole day together to spend time Mm -hmm. talking, chatting, talking about the future and dreaming together. One of the things that I would say that I know for a fact is some of our most significant conversations about our relationship or about parenting have come on vacation for us. Mm. So we know for us that it's something that's really important and we will go on a vacation and we will ride the wave of that vacation for several months after that <laughs> time. And so it's, it's something that has many times over benefit for us. Mm-hmm. I think it, it really brings our family closer together too. It's time to just get away from, you know, just the routine of life mm-hmm. and you get so busy and it just it's an opportunity to to get away, have fun together and spend that quality time. And it really just I feel like when we come back from vacation we're so much closer. That's so good. I love how intentional you guys are with um, with your marriage and in, in in that showing how how to have a healthy marriage while parenting. It's so good. One of the most important ways that we can prioritize our marriages is by growing together spiritually as well. Mm-hmm. Just like date nights and vacations and getaways, it's another thing that can easily, you know, fall prey to busyness. And I, you know, we just I don't have time. But what does your guys' spiritual life look like together? And and how do you how do you intentionally work on that together as a couple? 
Sure. I would share one of our key principles is we don't miss church. Mm-hmm. We're in church every Sunday right. unless we're away on a trip or there's some extraordinary circumstance. Uh, rarely has there been a Sunday that we've just chosen not to go. If we're in town, if we're available, we're going to church. And so we feel like that's, that's a primary at the start of each week that we're going to invest in time to get refreshed in church as a family. That's one of the things that, that we consider is just foundational. Uh, and I can, it's what's kind of playing in my mind is I, I, I remember sayings like the co- couples that pray together, stay together. Yeah. And some of these classic things. And, and I would agree with those, those comments, but I'd say the way that it looks for us is we're very intentional about praying for each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would say not instead of, but in addition to praying together is really praying for each other. I want to be my wife's number one prayer partner. And I know she feels the same way about me. So there'll be mornings I, I'm getting up and the day is off to a rough start. She's the person that I call and say, hey, will you pray for me while mm-hmm. I'm driving to work? I just need prayer this morning. And I know that that has benefited us greatly and really being that number one person that's there to pray for the other. Yeah, that's so good. Because if you think about it, whether it's taking time away with each other on date nights, whether that's going on vacation, whether it's um, praying for one another, whether it's making sure that what we're saying to our kids about each other is healthy. I mean, all of these things are ways that we can invest in our marriages. Uh, But if we're honest, it's just scratching the surface. I mean, there's so many other areas that we didn't even get a chance to talk about today. But I think it all starts with one conversation. And that conversation is sitting down with each other and looking each other in the eyes and asking the question, how are we doing? How is our marriage? Because I don't think people get married, have kids, and then 30 years later after their kids are gone, they wind up splitting up and getting divorced on accident. I think what happens is that over the years, that gravitational pull that comes along with kids slowly begins to pull us apart, but we're unaware of it. So just by stopping and sitting down and starting to have the conversation of how are we doing? How are you feeling? How do you feel about us? Is actually one of the most important ways that we can invest in our marriage and letting that be the beginning of an ongoing effort to prioritize your husband, to prioritize your wife, and to make sure that we realize the greatest thing that we can do for our kids, aside from showing them who Jesus is, is to have a healthy marriage. And if you're encouraged today, I'm so excited. And I thank God that you are in a place in your relationship with your spouse that's healthy. But if you're not feeling super encouraged right now, and maybe there's some glaring holes that you're beginning to realize exist in your marriage, please, please take heart today. Because God knew this was gonna happen, and God is the solution to your need in your specific situation. So Christine, Mary Ruth, BJ, thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. Uh, It's exciting. It's exciting to think that parenting can actually be a benefit uh, to our marriage. And I am so excited that we get to continue this conversation even in the future as friends. So for all of you listening, thank you so much for taking time to be a part of this conversation. And remember, you are not alone in this. We are in this parenting adventure together.